You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning, and welcome to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host. And today the business at hand is the business of reviewing a company which not only exhibits best business practices, excellence in products or services, or a business that's fascinating, which is the kind of business we like to profile on the business hour. But my guest today, who whose business fits into all those categories, uh, is a is a business where art and science uh, come together behind the design and fabrication and installation of high-end stairways, stairways that in many cases are works of art, fairly large pieces of sculpture, if you will. These are the stairways produced by Arcways of Nina, Wisconsin. The stairways that they design and construct may not be stairways to heaven, but many are definitely heavenly Stairways. In fact, if you choose to follow along and look at some of their work, you can go to www.arcways, A-R-C-W-A-Y-S dot com, and you can see exactly what I'm talking about. Because when it comes to stairways and architectural form and function, these stairways are at the intersection where functionality meets objects of beauty and are essentially the large sculptures I alluded to. I might add that these days there are many Americans concerned about craftsmanship disappearing. But with this company, with Arcways, American craftsmanship is alive and well. And so I'm very pleased to have as my guest Thomas Stilp, owner and CEO of Arcways, Welcome to the Business Hour, Tom. Thanks for uh, uh, having me today, Ron. Well, Tom, let's start with uh, a little bit of history uh, of Arcways. Um, your father was the one who started the business, is that correct? Yes, that is uh, right. And um, let's um, talk a little bit about those beginnings, because in some ways... Uh, just as you are today, and we'll get to that, but in some ways your dad was, back in the beginning years, perfectly suited to be a man who would help craft or who would create designs and pull together a staff that helps to craft these objects of art, I'm calling them, large pieces of sculpture, very functional uh, pieces, um, which a lot of people don't give a lot of thought to, until they see one of your designs. And tell us about your dad a little bit and about how he came to start a business that focused on, on stairways. And and also um, tell me whether or not from the very beginning was it really high-end stairways? Uh, actually not, Ron. My father started as a general contractor uh, right out of high school. Um, and he was enamored with uh, also building wooden boats and uh, this was in the late 50s early 60s and it's sort of fascinating uh, how it all began my father was uh, constructing a high-end home on Lake Winnebago in Oshkosh for a homeowner 
and uh, the homeowner uh, knew Dad and how talented he was about other things than just uh, home building and challenged him and asked him, can you build a curved stairway uh, for my home? And so Dad went to the Nina Public Library, of course there wasn't Google back then, and uh, researched it and uh, said, sure, I'm going to give it a whirl. So he constructed this curved stairway in our garage at home and put it on his pickup truck and drove it over to the home and uh, within a day uh, the whole curved stair was in place well did he then uh, continue to build stairways from uh, that point on or did he remain a general contractor and do this a little bit on the side or when did this come into full swing because now it's the complete focus is that right yeah now now the homeowner who had money and dad didn't uh have nearly as much uh approached dad and said boy i think we could you know i have you know the homeowner had the marketing prowess and my father had the construction part and uh so the homeowner told you know inquired to dad and said you know we could start a company the homeowner and the contractor and build these stairs and send them all over the united states and that's exactly what they did within a a year or two after uh, uh john bames home was done in oshkosh they started arcways in 1966 now let me ask uh, uh if in those early years because today you've and we're going to talk about this at, at some length. Today you've ele- elevated that craft to um, a, a very, very, very high level uh, so that your pieces are unmistakably uh, artful in their design and uh, just beautifully uh, uh, crafted. But he did he begin? Was that first staircase uh, of such a nature that uh, he managed to uh, jump right into a, the high-end stairway market because, you know, as I mentioned, if listeners go to www.arcways.com, you know, they will see that your stairways are absolutely beautifully crafted, uh, oftentimes combining wood and metal and glass um, plexiglass in some cases I would imagine uh, and materials which are, are very high end and it takes a marketplace uh, or marketplaces plural uh, that have fairly nice homes we won't say high end uh, in the beginning or were they were they were they was he going into high end homes from from day one no actually not it was all about you know how many units can they construct a year and they got up to 1800 curved and spiral stairs uh delivering them all over the US uh you know it wasn't until after the great depression you know had the emergence of the ranch home uh 
been around, and then not until the 60s did the two-story reemerge. So uh, this uh, was like perfect timing to have this uh, curved stairway company that's pre-assembling and bring you know sending them around the all over the U.S. and even where you're located in Atlanta, that was a very hot market where we constructed hundreds and hundreds of curved stairs for the colonial, neoclassical, Georgian uh, plantation-style homes in the 60s, 70s, 80s. And then, of course, uh, after that, once uh, I uh, assumed the ownership role in the late 80s, uh, we started to shrink that, and uh, it was unsustainable. So we just kept focusing on growing our dollar volume per unit and shrinking and shrinking our, our SKUs. Now, in those early years, this might not have been a, a consideration, but one of the things that uh, you pointed out, and, you know, when, when, when you stop to think about it, it makes sense, but, but no one really stops to think about a spiral staircase being safer than a, a you know, a straight-up uh, staircase. But, in fact, spiral staircases have proved to be safer, have they not? Oh, much safer. Uh, circular, spiral, and curved stairs uh, create what's called heightened user attentiveness. And it, it's uh, pretty simple. Uh, the Union Station, which we did in the 80s in D.C., it's probably the most traffic building of the world. And we um, have all these massive uh, circular stairs in them and previous to that uh, they had straight stairs and um, about two deaths a year on uh, when people were descending the straight stairs they're you know they're not holding on to the handrail and and uh, they can't arrest their fall so they you know they injure themselves and uh, after we put uh, all the circular stairs in uh, believe it or not uh, to this day, we check the what's called the NEISS report, and uh, there has yet to be uh, death related to stair uh, the stairways, um, and it's because you're uh, somewhat afraid. You know, you're walking down in a semicircle, and you stand there looking down before you. Um, Defend and you grab onto the rail um, versus a straight stairway where you you know you just automatically feel um, this is going to be safe and uh, so we we heighten their awareness. You know, a person walking down a straight staircase might uh, hasten uh, their their step and oh, yeah. uh, you know try to run up or down. And and uh, if you stop to think about it, you you are watching uh, your your uh, the way that you're walking up or down with a spiral or curved staircase. So it makes perfect sense that you would have that heightened user awareness. Uh, and and that was not something I would imagine that early on you touted as a um, a, a marketing dimension. Uh, and, and didn't introduce that until a, a, as a feature until a little bit later? Uh, yes, because, uh, you know, with doing the Union Station in the 80s, and we had an architect, a uh, very well-known architect out east, uh, George M. White, who, you know, redid the U.S. Senate chambers and the White House, and 
he uh, he he did actually <laughs> quite a bit of research on it, and uh, and so we learned <laughs> we actually learned that from. Uh, uh, George M. White and hey, uh, Tom, hold that I'm, thought. We're going to come right back and we talk about okay. Union Station and George M. White. We're going to have to take a quick break. We're here with Tom Stilp of Arcways. We'll be back to talk with Tom Moore after this break. Forty-five years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour on America's Web Radio. If you'd like to hear an eclectic mix of great programs from relationships with Dr. Ann Schiebert to homegrown veggies and from classic cars to the Constitution, we've got programs for discerning listeners at www.americaswebradio.com. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Thomas Stilp of Arcways, which is located in Nina, Wisconsin. And we're going to get to uh, talking about Nina in just a, a bit. But before the the break, we were talking about the uh, the Union Station. And and one thing I wanted to ask you before you you talk about George M. White again is how many staircases are there in Union Station that are now spiral staircases? Uh the in commercial language are called circular stairs, but there's uh, 22 of them throughout. Some that you know the public can't access, but uh, yeah, the, it's uh, it's probably the most traffic building uh, of the world. Wow! And so you mentioned uh, George M. White. Tell us more about that. Yeah, just a really incredible um, artisan, architect, artisan. And, uh, you know, really, uh, well understood our history and, you know, all of Europe. And, uh, and so he would put that on paper and, uh, he would do research, uh, you know, and, and he, uh, was in love with, uh, forms of egress, uh, and, you know, how, how things, you know, are considered safe and unsafe. That's pretty interesting. Uh, uh, this is uh, very, very uh, tangential to our discussion, or maybe not. 
but uh, way back when I was a uh, a young student uh, uh, focusing on uh, biology and psychology, but taking courses in photography, one of the assignments in one of the early photography classes was to go and photograph inviting or uninviting entranceways. And I would imagine that George M. White was a guy who had uh, a good grasp of inviting uh, egress or, you know, exit entrance ways. And and there's no question about it. Uh, uh, Circular or spiral staircases have this very, uh, it hasn't, they have an allure, I would call it. And so he must have been very much in touch with that. Yes. And a good friend to have. Uh, oh, yes, of course, being in the industry. <laughs> yeah, um, because, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, uh, how, well, no, we might as well segue to how architects are your uh, your best friend. Uh, it's got to be uh, architects um, that first uh, uh, off in the design of a home that would specify a, uh, a circular or spiral or curved uh, stairwell or uh, stairway staircase is that right? Yeah, no doubt. They typically just create like a placeholder for it on their prelim drawings, and you know, not uh, send them off to the customer yet, but contact us uh, because you know we do this day in and day out, and they know that we're the experts in this arena. Uh, sort of, you know, messing with the laws of geometry every day, and uh, so they they actually reach out to us on a daily basis, and and we're given the opportunity to to really put the fine tuned touches on it. So, say so they come to you and and ask you what you think would go into this uh, space that they've uh, held as a placeholder. Uh, to get your opinion of, of what you think, what design you think would be appropriate? Um, yeah, you know, it's a collaboration. Certainly uh, some of the architects uh, ha- actually spend more time on uh, beautiful forms of, of sculptural egress. Others do not. And so the ones that do really have a wonderful input and vision the ones that don't, and they just rely on us. Um, certainly, uh, that they you know both, it works both ways. And do you have people on staff that that focus primarily on design, and others who take that to the next step, which would uh, be essentially the engineering that will lead to specifications to be fabricated. Yes, uh, yeah, we have uh, uh, Patty in our office, myself, um, and Bruce, and, and of course, Jeff, uh, uh, focusing in on um, helping and assisting the uh, architect or ASID, which is considered an interior designer, not decorator. Uh, we, you know, we're uh, intimately involved with ASIDs as well, and then and then we're engineers of record. Uh, quite often, these are engineering feats and have to be engineered, uh, even especially for the seismic zones like California, Japan, um, wherever. 
Um, you mentioned Japan. Do you have uh, uh, spiral stairways, uh, uh, curved stairways in Japan? Actually, a couple hundred of them <laughs> wow. made quite a following in the 70s. Uh, as early as the 70s, they, um, a millwork house in uh, Sendai, Japan, contacted my father, and, and we started sending containers of pre-assembled curved and spiral stairs as early as the 70s to Japan. And they have this incredible following there of miniature colonial homes. Very interesting. You know, it's not surprising when you think about it, the Japanese would have this heightened appreciation for Again, what I'm going to refer to is, is, is large pieces of sculpture uh, in the form of, in many cases, wood, uh, because they were some of the master woodworkers for centuries. So I would think, and, and again, not surprisingly, that they would really like, uh, like your designs. Yeah. Um, so you, the company uh, was started in Nina, Wisconsin, and, uh, you know, after doing a little bit of homework and having you explain to me what some of the company, who some of the companies are in Nina, Wisconsin, I've I, I come to, to know that it's a, a hotbed of craftsmanship. Uh, your company is probably one of the preeminent, uh, per, maybe even the uh, company for, as small as you are, for having a, uh, uh, a team of super skilled craftspeople, again from design to to fabrication to installation, but Nina has been a, a hotbed of, of uh, manufacturing and craftsmanship for a long time, hasn't it, Tom? Yes, ever since the early 1800s. Uh, you know, companies like Kimberly Clark and massive uh, packaging and printing companies. They they came to uh, the Nina area because of the massive amount of resources, and and they all sort of came right to this Nina location. And actually, it's pretty astounding, but up until the 60s, Nina, uh, I think, was in the Guinness Book of World Records as the wealthiest city uh, per capita. And, uh, and, and so the barons, the paper barons, uh, for some odd reason... Uh, of course, resources came to Nina in the eighteen, late seventeen, early eighteen hundreds. Yeah, and in fact, you know, when I think of Nina, uh, I, I happen to be uh, someone who has, uh, through the years, specified fine papers as the category, uh, specified fine papers from uh, uh, Nina. And, um, and and in that respect, Nina was on the map for me. But you have the Nina Foundry. Uh, I recently saw that the Bergstrom Mahler Museum of Glass is there. Um, so that it, it, it is truly and has been a, uh, a spawning ground, if you will, for uh, skilled artisans and craftspeople. Um, so... It, it, because your father was a, a contractor, he probably had some skilled uh, craftspeople uh, uh, on his team, but then he grew it to include some highly skilled woodworking and, and metalworkers. Is that right? Yes, yeah, over time. Most definitely uh, he 
you know, we have a you know a pretty sizable population of Germans and and Polish and and of course uh, uh, Norwegians and um, you know uh, and it, it, they there was I believe you know from Europe it was brought over and uh, they you know the uh, even the boat building that goes on in Wisconsin is uh, amazing you know the mega motor yachts and uh, so we did we had this incredible arena of people that really love to work with their hands you know in fact when i think about uh, what it takes to design and craft um high-end stairways uh i i I think that one of the fields that would come closest would be boat, boat building it would be you know stop to think about form and function uh and beauty uh boat building would fall in that category so I would imagine uh, you could draw from that community of craftspeople. Yeah, exactly. Um, and of course, just incredible, like Fox Valley Tech. That <laughs> even uh, the tech right down the street <laughs> was the all the training grounds for all North America for robotics. Um, because of course, um, there's met, you know hundreds of in the New North. There's hundreds and hundreds of a privately owned a multi-billion dollar businesses that I don't believe will ever become public companies. Uh, so it, it, you know, there's, it's just a melting pot and, uh, and with the boat building as well, even the naval ships are, um, out of Sturgeon Bay and, uh, there's this cross section of, really sharp people <laughs> uh, yeah well tom uh, again hold that thought because i'm going to come back to uh, uh touching on robotics and and having you tell me more about fox valley technical college uh and 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 it it helping you to find skilled people we're here with thomas stope the ceo uh and and he's a more informal guy he doesn't really like to talk of himself as a ceo but that's what he is and the uh, the chief uh, of a team of skilled people at Arcways. We've been talking about Arcways and their high-end staircases. We'll be back to talk more about it in just a bit. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is Around Town Movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving call timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move timothy around town movers in my opinion are the best that's around town movers The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. 
Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host. And I'm really pleased to have as my guest today Thomas Stilp, the general manager, the CEO, the owner of Arcways, a company which focuses entirely on high-end staircases, stairways. Uh, I referred to them earlier, stairways to heaven. Uh, I think that should uh, be a tagline under consideration, or at least I think you should consider using that song now and then, Tom. Uh, but I want to go back. I, I be, before I forget, you have the Bergstrom Mahler Museum of Glass in Nina, and some of your staircases probably more in the last uh, couple decades than the first couple of decades. It, it use glass, curved glass, to go along with your staircases. Is there some relationship there? Are there are there glass artisans that you engage? And so that was yet another very specific pool of talent that you drew from? Oh, yes. Yeah, in fact, uh, as far away as New Zealand, uh, uh, one of the owners of that company in New Zealand was just here this week. So, yeah, we pull from um, everywhere, but there are only a couple in the world that can do beautiful helical bent glass for our uh, modern stairways, and uh, you you know we have 38 years of of uh, implementing you know bent glass, and the technology is just incredible today. How tight uh, we can actually um, get glass that has like a six inch inside radius in a helical form. And that, that couldn't even have been close to maybe three feet 30 years ago. So I had mentioned early on, I said glass, and then I said plexiglass. Is, is plexiglass or some of the new plastics, the Lexon or, or some of those plastics, are they used as well? No, no. They, you know, the problem with that, the polymers, you know, they're just statically charged and... And then you'll scratch it when you try to clean it, and you just you can't use Windex or, um, and so you really need glass uh, and uh, like the windshield of your car, uh, annealed glass that's laminated uh, or tempered. But tempered is a violent process, and it's irregular when it's uh, when the glass is made. So we we try to stick to the annealed. Uh, low iron, uh, it costs more, but the end result is more beautiful. Well, um, one, one uh, or, or rather a couple of designs come to mind, um, and uh, we could talk about them a, a, a little bit later. I, I do want to mention that here in North Metro Atlanta, you have Del Fresco's uh, American Eagle restaurant, and there are some really stellar examples uh or is it it is two if i'm not mistaken tom uh staircases two stairways in uh, del fresco's 
um, is that correct? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, actually, one spiral out of all black walnut uh, with a helical glass rail on the outside, leading you up to this incredible vo- uh, wine vault that's all glassed in and curving uh, from above so all their customers can see that. And then a massive circular stair that uh, uh, has uh, wire chase lighting, glass on the major radius side, and, and then a parapet black walnut uh, uh, rail system on the minor radius. And, and, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, they are just tickle pink with how, how it added so much drama to this uh, restaurant experience and uh, really just thanked us up and down. And we were uh, primary on the design of it all. Uh, Johnson was the architect out of Atlanta that's known for the high-end restaurants, but we, we were uh, primary on the engineering and, and uh, design of it. And uh, just a, a beautiful example of yin and yang, you know, modernism, Clashing or you know commingling with traditionalism. Yeah, I, I might I might add that um, it, it, it was the perfect collaboration and the perfect complement to uh, Johnson's uh, design because he's got curves and glass and metal throughout, and your yeah. staircases perfectly complement that because of course. Your stairways are curved glass, curved wood, and metal. Uh, so it's it, it and is that a, a walnut? Uh, what is the wood that was used uh, in Del Fresco's? Yeah, black walnut, indigenous to the United States. A wonderful workable uh, material. It's been used hundreds of years. Uh, it's you know hard enough. It's it's a hardwood, but uh, not nearly as hard as like white oak or maple or hickory. Um, okay, and uh, it, there was another question I had as you were talking in in, in, a, in one of the previous uh, uh, um, parts of the program. It, it made me uh, think about uh, actually looking at the uh, the Del Fresco uh, stairways. Uh, it's the kind of thing that you sometimes uh, will find on a on a large ship or a a large yacht. Uh, so, have you done uh, any uh, stairways for for uh, yachts or um, or cruise ships? Uh, primarily the mega motor yachts, uh, Berger, Palmer Johnson, Trinity. You know, they're sort of the ultimate players in the. In the U.S., uh, not commercial or not uh, cruise ships. We um, they they have such a stringent timeline, and they build them like you know in boxes, and they uh, stick this cruise ship together with boxes, and and the timeline would not work for a company like us. They, they've almost become a little modular, haven't they? Yes. Yeah, they just have to do it that way. Um, okay, so now. Picking back up where you had uh, left off uh, earlier, you mentioned Fox Valley uh, Technical College in the Nina area. Um, do, do they educate skills, craftspeople uh, within the, the, the school? 
And are some of those uh, graduates on your team? Yes, very much so. The Fox Valley Tech has got a a degree in wood techniques, um, which, of course, all the millwork woodworking companies in the whole Fox Valley really contribute in order to keep that in check. And then, really, the grassroots are those high schools, all of our high schools, Nina High School, Oshkosh, Appleton, they all have wood links in their high school curriculums. And that's so paramount. I mean, you're not going to be at the pinnacle of your craft unless you have grassroots like that. Yeah, uh, so you do, in fact, have some of those folks on your staff. Uh, yeah, no doubt, and continuing education as well. And like I had mentioned, robotics. I mean, who would have thunk <laughs> that uh, in Nina, Wisconsin, Appleton, and Nina, Wisconsin, uh, all of North America is the training grounds for KUKA Robotics and uh, at the Fox Valley Tech. And um, it's because of uh, how massive of manufacturing we're doing here. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have skipped a beat uh, in uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, in fact, I heard um, a a statistic today uh, that said that um, uh, you know manufacturing was on the rise, not necessarily in some of the existing locations, but in some new locations. And yet, Nina would be one of those areas: Appleton, Oshkosh, that whole area that really has simply evolved with the times to keep up um, with robotics. Uh, and it's something that you just have to do. You and I had a conversation outside of uh, uh, the program, and, um, w- and and we were just talking about how uh, there, there's no way around it. You either have to keep up. And, you know, in some cases that may mean the loss of some jobs, but otherwise, if you're not keeping up, with the state of the art, uh, as far as manufacturing is concerned, uh, via robotics, then then you're simply going to fall behind and, and and likely perish. Yes, very much so. You have to. You're forced into it, whether you like it or not. But you know, like our robots, they're running 24 hours, seven days a week, uh, unmanned, and carving out all these five-axis helical railings. And, I mean, you know, yes, uh, if today the size of our business, uh, we would have to have about 30, 25 to 30 more employees in the shop. But those that are here are um, well compensated, and uh, and the company must remain profitable um, in order to you know, keep up with technology and give all bonuses and 401k matching and or else, you know, to stay no alive. one's going to stick around. Right, to stay alive. Um, you you know, we I, you had also mentioned um, uh, Woodlinks uh, in, in uh, the Nina High School, or is it high yeah. schools plural? Is there a Woodlinks program? Yeah, it actually originated in Canada. And uh, and then uh, made its way to the U.S. And it it's unfortunate, but there's a couple of high schools out on the East Coast, and then a, and we have this huge concentration in the Fox Valley. But we're unaware of it um, ever getting into the curriculum 
more nationwide. Hey, I just uh, I see a question here that uh, uh, our uh, own GM has uh, it came to mind. He was wondering about the effects of weather on some of these. Uh, even though your stairways are almost always interior stairways, d- does weather have any effect? Uh, you know, are, do you have to factor in the extreme colds of the north versus the heat and humidity of the south when you design and build your staircases? Oh, very much so. In fact, what's the most damaging is altitude and the dead of winter. Let's say Aspen, Colorado, where it's just, I mean, it's far worse than uh, Dubai. And uh, so... Uh, yeah, we have to we have to engineer things that, especially members like treads or stringers uh, that are on the sides of the stair that you know are thickened. While well, we have to you know we have to engineer it with uh, uh, different types of substrate, uh, and then quite often use veneer um, so that. It, the shrinkage aspect in the dead of winter, that's, that's what hurts the most. Uh, we can deal with expansion in the summer when it's wet, but the shrinkage factor can tend to crack uh, thick, like five or eight quarter wood hardwoods. Um, we're going to take a break again, Tom, and, and we'll be coming back, and I'm going to ask you a question uh, um, again uh, ab- about wood specifically when we uh, start up uh, the next um, portion of our show. We're here with Thomas Still, the general manager, owner, CEO uh, of Arcways based in Nina, Wisconsin. We'll be talking about the high-end products that they produce, the stairways that you can find uh in some very nice homes uh, and businesses and on some ships uh, and boats. We'll be back with Tom Ryder after this break. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is Around Town Movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving call timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move timothy around town movers in my opinion are the best that's around town movers Call them. 
The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Tom Stilp of Arcways, the Nina, Wisconsin-based, very high-end design, uh, fabrication, and installation uh, company for uh, very, very, very uh, beautiful uh, works of art in the form of staircases stairways and Tom uh, before the break uh, you were mentioning uh, that uh, you had to factor in the the cold uh, you know because of the shrinkage of the wood and that brings me to asking you about how many different kinds of wood that you work with uh, and and where's where does the wood come from yeah um, I believe uh, we're at like the 40 mark of 40 different uh, species throughout the world uh, actually uh, uh, hardwoods indigenous to the US uh, have the greatest workability properties uh, South America and Africa um, many are very oily and you have to watch it because you cannot edge glue and laminate with great success whereas in the US like you know, hickory and black walnut and cherry and and uh, white oak. White oak is the hot thing right now, even on the extreme high-end side. Um, it's being used uh, commercially and residentially. Um, yeah, yeah, and are there, uh, have you ever used any woods? Uh, uh, I know that uh, I've seen, and, and it's not uh, used Liberally, but I've seen some African babinga woods. Uh, are there some exotics that you use in Louisiana? Yeah, yeah, we have several on our website out of babinga. I do like to say the word, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's uh, it's a beautiful uh, rosewood. And uh, if you know, once again, any red tones like mahogany, if there is natural light uh, casting in to the you know the home, and it's hitting the stairway. It can uh, it can go gray on you in a hurry. Hey, and when you're working with this wood, uh, you mentioned the, the the term workability. Do you, since you're curving these woods, do you have giant vats that you work with uh, to soak the wood? No, no, we don't. Uh, uh, we don't do it that way. Although it's a it's sort of a trade secret. <laughs> And uh, we use actually a formula, the radius of incline, and, and like I was explaining, uh, like the robot carving out these massive rails, uh, we're actually gluing these massive blocks up just rectangularly, you know, so they're not twisting and turning, and we're actually carving this, you know, all one piece handrail right out of this massive block, so there, there's no inherent stress. So we haven't bent or twisted anything, and it just stays that way for a lifetime. 
Uh, are some of the woods more durable? Yes, very much so. Uh, yeah, so 200 years ago when those artisans were uh, building circular stairs uh, right at you know, right at the home and spending, you know, nine months or a year, uh, they would hand-hewn the handrails uh, just by line of sight, and they wouldn't be bending or twisting anything. And that's why they've stood the test of time, some of the historical homes. Now, Tom, I want to switch to uh, another uh, uh, topic within the larger topic, and that's that's you. Um, uh you know, in many ways, as a builder, your father was suited to make a transition to this one specific uh, architectural uh, element uh, uh, that uh, came to be the staircase. You, too, have a technology uh, background, or I, I shouldn't say you, too. You have a technology background uh, as a Purdue graduate, and you worked at Lockheed um, aircraft uh, on the West Coast. Uh, tell us about that experience, and tell us about the transition back to Nina and to Arcways. Sure. Yeah. So I went out there. <laughs> I didn't last long with the seven-lane highway because I'm a small-town boy. And at Lockheed, you know, there's uh, I don't, there's thousands and thousands of employees and. You sort of, at least I felt I, you know, was getting pigeonholed into a, a task that <laughs> might have, you know, I might have been holed for five, seven years in that uh, room. But what was, what blew me away is they had no CNC. You know, my dad <laughs> went out and bought a, a CNC that, you know, tape reader, CNC machine. Uh, from the metalworking industry and stuck it in this company, uh, actually before Lockheed had, uh, you know, CNC, uh, true technology, as strange as that sounds. And, you know, I just called home and said, hey, you know, it's what they're paying me. You just got to match that. And he basically hung up on me. <laughs> and, and he just said, you know, then I called back with a different attitude. And, uh, you know, how much w- would you be willing to pay me, you know, so, and, uh, and packed my bags and, and, and came back home, and um, it's been a dream ever since. Sounds like he was a smart dad and a smart yep. business- <laughs> businessman at the same time. Oh, yes. So, uh, Tom, you and I uh, met in uh, Manhattan at an architectural uh, digest um uh, show of interior design elements, and that must be a, a, a major marketplace for you. I could imagine that there are some really nice townhomes, uh, brownstones, uh, mansions, uh, you know, uh, both in Manhattan and on Long Island, and, you know, it must be a good marketplace. Uh, but also you, you mentioned to me then that you had a number uh, and, and you reiterated that earlier, a number of uh, customers down here in the South. T- tell me more about who your customers are. Where where are they, and what kind of homes and businesses are the um, Arcways, Stairways going into these days? Yeah, primarily now that we've really raised the bar, um, it's, you know, 8 to 10 million 
uh, over and then over a hundred million on on the home. I mean, we certainly <laughs> we just finished uh, the Kipps Bay project. About a third of our uh, uh, product is going into New York City and Long Island. A third annually, um, and then it's just it's all over the U.S. and internationally. After that. Um, Definitely the Kipps Bay project we did last year. I mean, you know, the guy uh, built a spec home, $54 million uh, t- uh, row home or brownstone in the city and and sold it. And, and then the Kipps Bay was uh, a part of that. And, I mean, we, you know, we had over t- uh, $2.1 million. Uh, this developer understood the importance of monumental stairways in selling the, the you know these uh, brownstones three of which he built and he he uh he you know we were over two million with them on on the project and they're just just incredible i mean people go into this you know the ground floor and look up six stories and their mouths all open yeah, I think that I might have uh, seen uh, possibly one of your staircases, one of your stairways, uh, in a, uh, a combination of, uh, of uh, four, four, two adjacent and two stacked brownstone uh, residences uh, in Manhattan that were um, purchased by a... Uh, uh, an unnamed and anonymous uh, fellow schoolmate uh, who had uh, big dollar uh, uh, had a, had 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 a family with some some mil- billions of dollars and uh, and uh, he bought one brownstone then added the one next door and and the, the two above and he had uh, a beautiful uh, staircase. Um, so, Tom, tell me uh, about. Um, where the staircases are in the in the U.S. and 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 you mentioned Japan, uh, you know, is it the Asia and the U.S. are your are primarily the marketplace? Are there any going um, to Europe? Yeah, I always say uh, we are uh, uh, we're constructing these beautiful stairways from American Samoa all the way back around to Japan. Uh, crossing over the United States, so uh, um, yeah, I mean islands and other countries. Europe, we actually have a, a sales rep, a longtime sales rep in uh, Ireland, who handles Great Britain and uh, Dubai, and so yeah, Asia. We, you know, Japan, um, uh, China. We just do a, a one or two projects, you know, in those, right. in some of the European uh, places as well, a year. And uh, it it's perfect. I, it's I could imagine. Perfect. We don't, you know, we don't want to grow our, our our units. We we do have to turn quite a bit of business down annually. I could imagine when you mentioned uh, those a few uh, units uh, that those are like seeds planted in, high-end marketplaces uh, abroad, and uh, I'm sure you're going to do uh, many more uh, staircases in, in Dubai, for example. Um, Tom, I want to thank you very much. We've come to dinner program. I, I told you it would go quick, and uh, it really has. 
Um, I'm delighted that you took the time to be my guest on the Business Hour, so thank you so much. Thank you, Ron. You've been listening to the Business Hour here at America's Web Radio. We're on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on the Internet and radio next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.